If you got your Bibles with you this morning uh, and you want to turn to the book of Psalm, chapter 40, uh, and mark that place for just a moment. I want to let you mark a few places uh, and we'll get into our, our reading in a moment. But you can mark Psalm chapter 40 and Mark chapter 8. Uh, we'll read those in just a little bit. Uh, again, Psalm chapter 40 and Mark chapter 8. Uh, to kind of save you a little bit of time from flipping around, uh, to kind of help you out, you can go ahead and mark the book of Psalm, chapter 40. You can also go to the book of Mark, uh, in that gospel there, in the book, uh, in the 8th chapter uh, of the book, in the gospel according to Mark. And once you mark those two places in Psalm 40 and Mark 8, uh, I want to go back and take for a reading this morning, uh, a rather short chapter, six verses found in the book of Isaiah, chapter 12. So again, if you've marked chapter uh, 40 of Psalm and uh, Mark chapter 8, let's go back and read, if we can, some scriptures found in the book of Isaiah chapter 12. Again, Isaiah chapter 12, and I want to begin reading these six verses. And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me, Thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song, and he also is become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord and call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. I want to go back and look at that third verse. Listen to what is said. With joy shall ye draw waters. Water out of the wells of salvation. Ye shall draw. I want you to really focus on that where it says, Shall ye draw water. Just look at that one little portion. Shall ye draw water. It is something that God wants you to do and it's something you can do. Has anybody ever had one of those cups and they stick a straw down in there and it just doesn't quite go to the bottom? And all of a sudden you're drinking out of the cup and all of a sudden it gets down and you know there's more in there, but the straw just don't go deep enough to get out what you need at the bottom of the cup. And I say that because when we talk about wells this morning, I have no doubt that God has the ability or the means to supply the water that we need. The question is, do what we have, do we use it to reach the water? He didn't say that you hope to get water. He noticed the, the, the wording again. Shall ye draw water? That is something that is a guarantee that is going to happen. Let's do the math for just a minute. If you've got a well that's 100 foot, and you've got an 80 foot rope and a 1 foot bucket, are you going to reach the water? No. What happens if you've got a 100-foot whale and you've got a 200-foot rope but you've got over 100 foot of it wound up and then you're falling short but it's because you're not using everything that God has given you. 
Folks, you know what today? If you really want to drink from the wells, we have to utilize everything that God has given us. People walk around in this world and they wonder why they're thirsty. They wonder why things are dry. We wonder why there's a barrenness. But the fact is, God has never told us that the wells are dry. What he's saying is, is that you must have the right tools and resources to reach that. Legally speaking, a well is considered dry not because that there's no water in it, but there's nothing that has gone low enough that the pumps or whatever's working on it cannot reach the water and therefore it's considered dry. It's not dry, there's water. The problem is what they have cannot reach that water. You know what happens in our world today is that they, they consume the things and all of a sudden it gets below a point and they realize they've run out and they think they're dry. But the thing about it is, is that God gives us something that we will never run dry. And listen to that verse. Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. When I read this verse, I found out and I, and I see and I sense and I can understand peace and tranquility in the life of a person. They have joy in their life. They're not unhappy. They're not disgruntled. They're not, things are not just all terrible. For he says, with joy shall ye draw water. <clears throat> whether it's a home or whether it's a church, or more importantly, whether it's your own life, peace comes from what God is able to give and that God is able to provide for us. So listen to what we read. And, and again, go back and study all six verses. And we're going to read some of these this morning. But I want you to notice here again what Isaiah is saying. With joy shall ye draw water from the wells of salvation. Now you can go back and you can study the ancient Israel and wells were important. And a lot of times wells were just outside of the city. And what it was, it was a community place. And in these wells... It was almost like social hour. For you and for me today, we would go to the wells and not only get what we needed... But we were around other people that had the same needs in their life. You know what, folks? Aren't you glad today that when we all come together in the Spirit of God and there's unity and harmony and there's fellowship, that we all are experiencing the exact same thing in God and He's supplying the needs in our life and we all are a joyous people? For you go back and you read, and I'm not going to read it in the, it's in the book of Jeremiah. I think it's around chapter 2. But he talks about how that God became displeased with the people because they had quit using the, the, the cisterns and the wells that he had given them. And he said, and they've hewn out themselves broken cisterns. And the reason that God become disgruntled and aggravated and frustrated was, he said, instead of taking what I've given you, you've decided to go out and do it on yourselves. That's what a lot of people are doing today in the world. Instead of taking what God has given them and thinking that the well has run dry, all of a sudden, instead of digging a little bit deeper, then all of a sudden they try to say, well, God, instead of using what you've given me, the Holy Spirit, then I'm just going to go out here and find another well on my own that I can find satisfaction. Folks, <clears throat> I hope you will agree with me when I say this morning, there is nothing that will satisfy your soul like God will. What God gives you is greater than what you can find on your own. What are we searching for and how, how high are we searching? How low do we search? We search in all kinds of places. But the truth is, folks, there's joy. Notice where the joy is. With joy shall ye draw water. You see, in the book of Jeremiah, the problem that they had is that they had got rid of God and said, You know what, God, let's do this on our own. 
Here in the book of Isaiah, and when we read again these first six verses here, it talks about how that that, that the importance is is that with joy we again I'm gonna read that again. With joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. Folks, it's not the fact that the water is not there. It's a fact of do we have what we need to reach those wells? Wells are something again, you, you there's there's different kinds of wells, and we may talk about that in a minute, but some of them are pretty deep. But in order to do that, what good is a whale if you cannot access it? Today, God does not want to just have us His power and His, His ability to be able to just to be something that we can look upon. He wants us to be able to experience these things. You don't have to turn over, but I'm thinking of the scriptures in the book of John where the woman at the well, remember when she came to Christ? She said, the woman said unto him, this is John 4 and 11, said, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with and the well is deep. She was looking at a physical sense, but I'm asking you something today outside of the physical body. What about the spiritual needs that you have? She said, you have nothing to draw with. And the well is deep. She said, from whence then hast thou that living water? So we see here that this morning that the concern that we have is, is that... that there's a means that's there. People are thinking that they can put their hands on something. But God said you're going to access it through the Spirit and through His guidance that He gives us. And you know what? This morning, I still believe in that. That the Spirit of God can guarantee that we can enjoy the waters that God's able to provide. For again, let's read Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 2. Behold, going back to our, our scripture reading this morning. Behold, God is my salvation. There's something pretty important that we have to understand that's going on in Isaiah chapter 12. And that's why he uses the word behold. Behold means that there is something that's important that's more important than everything else that you can accomplish in life. Let's go back to the New Testament in Mark chapter 8 if you mark that place. Mark chapter 8. Let's skip down to the 36th verse. How important, when we talk about uh, the, the need and the necessity of the water that's there, how important is it for us to have this more than anything else? Mark chapter 8 and verse 36. What shall ye profit? What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Going back to about the, I don't know, 31st verse right here in Mark chapter 8, the disciples were confused. If you're the Messiah and you've got a kingdom, how are they going to crucify you? They also understood if they were going to crucify Jesus, it was going to happen to them. So the idea becomes is that what do we need and what can we accomplish in life? And how can these promises be? And that, that I believe that these promises that, that Christ had made to his disciples that his kingdom was not of this world, they could not understand why his kingdom was not. They wanted everything here and now. So let's read. He says, what shall it profit a man? Again, the word profit, we always think about like in a business sense. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? I recall the account the scripture teaches about the farmer that, that gained more. And he said, what are you going to do? He said, I'm going to tear down these barns and I'm going to build bigger. 
And the idea is, is that we're going to see how much that we can grow and how much we can prosper in the eyes of the world. But folks, the well that we drink from is not something that is seen by man. That water, that well, is unseen by a natural eye. Your spiritual strength cannot be seen by a natural eye. We talked about in Sunday school about how people want to come to church or people want to a lot of times turn on a television. I'm not against television, religion, but we want to be a spectator. We want to watch but the truth is today, the well is not meant to be looked upon. A well is intended to be drank from. When's the last time that you were really thirsty and you looked at a glass of water and your thirst was satisfied by merely looking at a glass of water? For those that would meet outside the city in this, this, uh, uh, this, these meetings and in this type of, uh, uh, I guess we'd say gatherings, when they went, they met there with a purpose. And you see, just simply looking at the well could not satisfy what they needed. Notice what Isaiah said, with joy you shall draw water. He said, with joy it's a guarantee that you can draw water. You know what? There's a lot of people today that are going to the well saying, I hope that there's something there. I hope that what I have can reach the water. I hope that what I have, once it gets down there, that the water can be drawn up. Folks, God does not want us to look upon. God wants us to be a participant and partake of these things. For what shall it profit a man? You gain all of these things, he said, but what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? The greatest thing, the worst thing, maybe I shouldn't say greatest, but the worst thing that could ever happen to a man is to lose his own soul and spend eternity in hell. That's the worst thing that can happen to you. You see today we're talking about how that there's a need for people to, to realize is that there's a, of all the needs that we have, that there's a need of Christ, that we uh, might be saved by His grace, that we might understand as Isaiah said, Behold, God is my salvation. We have to understand that no matter what we can gain from life, that we must find that in Him and in Christ Jesus. He'll give us these needs. For Let's go back and read in Isaiah for just a minute. Behold, God is my salvation. Let's keep reading. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and song. And he also is become my salvation. Who is it today that provides what we stand in need of? I want you to read that second verse one more time. And ask yourself, who can supply your needs? Behold, God is my salvation. You see, when we read about the word Jehovah, we're talking about in the Old Testament, Jesus. Folks, today, I believe Jesus supplies the water that we all stand in need of. The Holy Spirit gives us access to that. But God, through His Son, Jesus Christ, acceptable by the Holy Spirit today, can provide exactly the well that we stand in need of, where the, Isaiah said in the third verse, With joy shall ye draw water. You know what, this morning I thank God that we not just hope to draw water, but we can draw water. And that God is going to provide these things for the Lord Jehovah. For the Lord Jehovah, he said, uh, is my strength and my song, and he also is become my salvation. In these scriptures we see that Isaiah said, I have to put my trust in God. Folks, think of all the things in your life you put trust in. 
And again, everybody's going to be different this morning in some respects. But name all the things or think about all the things that you put confidence in. Heat in the winter, air conditioning in the summer. Most likely, if you've got a well, you're depending on a pump, then electricity to give you that water. Or maybe if you're on city water, you're depending upon the, the, the abundance of that. We, we depend on vehicles. We depend on all kinds of things in our life. But listen to what Isaiah is saying. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust. What or whom do you trust in and believe in today? What do you believe in? What's your thoughts? What's your ideas? I'm not worried about your neighbors, your moms, and your dads, and all these other people. But the question is, what do you trust in? Do you trust that there's water at the bottom of a well? Do you believe in that? Or let's just go a little step further than that. Do you believe that what you have can reach the water that's at the bottom of a well? Whether it's a skin or a bucket or whatever you throw down, folks, it's not good if it cannot reach it. The whole intent of a whale is that it might be accessed. Folks, God is not in heaven isolating himself where we cannot access him. Folks, God today is accessible through the Holy Spirit. Every one of us, we have the rope, we have a skin or a bucket as you might say. We have what we need to access God. The question is, do we use it? If the whale's 100 foot and I put 125 foot around my arm then that rope's not going to reach the water. Why? Because I'm holding on and not completely utilizing what God has given me. Folks, if God has given you something, I am encouraging you with all that I can, use everything God has given you, and you will find water at the well. You'll find what you stand in need of, but we want to hold back and we want to keep some for ourselves and wonder why is our bucket, why are our skins, why are they not reaching the water? And the reason is, look at what you're holding on to. Today, folks, I believe, that, I want to read this one more time. For with joy shall ye draw water. How many people go to church or how many people access God hoping that they can get something out of that well? And how many people saying, I already know that I'm going to be able to reach. Folks, today, how wonderful it is for you and I to know that we can access God. And it's not a hope that we can or I hope he's not busy. Man, if you ever really need somebody important, you'll go by their office or you'll call their phone and you hope that they answer, you hope that they're not busy, or you hope they have time. Folks, today, God is always available to you and to me. God's always there. There's always water at the well, but we've always got to be able with joy. I'm going to read that to you one more time. With joy shall ye draw water from the wells of salvation. He goes on to say, in that fourth verse. And it shall, and in that day shall you praise the Lord. Call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. We're going to get to the fifth verse for just a little bit. Listen to what Isaiah tells us now. He says, Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, Thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. This morning, do you have something joyful in your heart? Do you have something joyful that you can access and that we can get to? No, again, I want to notice what, what he talks about. When you find this in the fifth verse, sing unto the Lord. Psalm chapter 40, if you mark that place. 
Let's go back there for just a minute. Psalm chapter 40, 40 and verse 1 says this. I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me. And he heard my cry. You ever talk to somebody and you have to say, are you listening to me? Did you hear what I just said? Folks, today you can know that God has heard you. Psalmist David said this. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit. Look at the security that David's experiencing. He said, you brought me out of a, of a, of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet upon a rock, and he established my goings, my steps, my movements. But let's look at the third verse. He hath put a new song in my mouth. Has anybody ever got to come across a new song that just really sits with you? You just want to listen to it over and over and over again, and you don't want to just listen to it. What do you want to do? You want to sing it. You don't want to be silent about it because it applies to you. You know what? God can do something for all of us. We can experience that well, and it's to a point that we're not going to be silent for. It is a new song. We talk about all these new things that are there. Notice what he said. He said, he had put a new song in my mouth. You know what I've, I've noticed about music? Is that there's, there's a harmony and there's a beat. You know, you've got music that's gone and you've got words that go along with that. You've got music and a beat. You know what? When we're in harmony with God and we've got the Holy Spirit in our life, we are in harmony with God and we've got a new song, folks. There's a lot of people spiritually that are out of tune with God. That's not a judgment thing. It's not a, uh, it's not a reprimand by any means. What it is is that, folks, we must enjoy the song that God has given us. And we must realize is that if we're going to be in harmony, that we don't have to be in harmony with men. We must be in harmony with God. How do we stay in harmony with God through the Spirit of God that's speaking to us and leading us and guiding us? These are the things we need. He said he had put a new song in my mouth. Even praise unto our God. Music. I don't mean this in a, in a bad way, but have you ever found it interesting that, that, that songs today have to have radio versions or family versions or clean versions? That's always disturbing because that means to tell me that one, if you're going to listen, I hope you listen to the clean versions. But notice the unhappiness or the dis, discontentment that so many things have. Versus the joy. I'm going to go back and read that verse we read to you in Isaiah. With joy shall ye draw water. Today, folks, I hope that the song that's in your heart is not one of, of, of disgust or disgruntlement or one that you're unhappy. or th Folks, I hope that you realize we've got a well and we've got joy in our life because we can access that well of water. For praise unto our God. What a, what a, you know how every song kind of has a theme? I, you know, sometimes the theme's about how they lost their job, and sometimes their theme is about how that they, they, they grew up and they lost their childhood. Folks, I don't know of a song that's any better than a song that's about God. A song that's about Him and that a whale that He's given us in a time when we were thirsty. A whale that was there, and not only was it there, we had access to it. That we could, as we see here, you will draw water. With joy shall ye draw water. Psalm in the 43rd. 40th chapter and the third verse says that many shall see it in fear and shall trust in the Lord. Folks, there's people watching our lives all around us to see how we respond and how we react. 
Do I wish that adversity would happen to us? I wish we could all avoid that. But how are you going to respond to that? Are you going to go to the well and find joy in that? You know, sometimes we want to think that there's only some occasions that we can find joy. Folks, we can find the presence and the joy of God in all things in our life. I believe that there's a light that he gives us that's like none other. And he says, many shall see it. And what's going to be the results of that? And they too, he says, shall trust in the Lord. Let's go back to the book of Isaiah for just a minute. And I'm going to move on along. Sing unto the Lord. This is what the fifth verse tells us. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Sometimes we get this idea that, man, it's only right here in this little parcel of land that we only know about the goodness of God. Folks, the goodness of God, even though it's pretty prominent and strong right here, and God is good to us, folks, I believe the goodness of God extends to all the earth. I believe the gospel that you and I are preaching today, it should go to the, all the earth, not one location or one area, to all those, not one zip code, but to all the zip codes. To all of those today, there's not a soul on this earth today that does not have access to the well. But the question is, do they have the right tools and equipment? How deep is a well? And you and I, we, we're pretty more knowledgeable about drilled wells and pipes that are run down and pumps that pull it out. But, but in these times, we're talking about wells that, 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 that were dug more by hand. <clears throat> and they were deep and people had to access that. And when you see today, when you would dig a well, the purpose is that you might have that water. When Isaiah says that with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation... Isaiah is trying to remind us that we don't have to have sadness in our life. We don't have to have wrong in our life. We don't have to have brokenness in our life. We can find joy, and that joy is in to draw water out of the wells of salvation. Which brings me to my closing thought. That water is accessed. It's pulled out, and we alluded to this just for a minute ago. But then it's meant to be consumed inside of us is thirst on your skin you burn your hand you'll pour some water on it that's not thirst that's a burn thirst is something there's a need inside of you folks I believe there's a need inside of every single human being and they are in need of a savior every single one the thing about it is, is that what's going to help them? Again, thirst is not going to be standing in a shower or under a, a, a hose of water that's being sprayed upon you. That's not going to satisfy your thirst. It's when you consume something. And it's consumed just for you. So this morning I want you to see is that God does not want us just to look at the water. He doesn't want us to swim in the water. He doesn't want us just to become gazing upon that. He means for us to draw it out and we are to take that and consume it. So today, if you come to a well this morning, but you feel like your rope's a little short, do you ever feel like sometimes you've got plenty of rope and you throw it down, but there's no bucket on the, or skin at the end of it? What good is a well that if you're just simply throwing a rope down there, all you're going to do is pull up a, a, a wet rope in the end? It's about having something that has the ability to hold and contain. Folks, your soul this morning has the ability to hold and contain the Spirit of God in your life. For I believe that His Spirit was intended for our souls. May we not try to fill it with something else, but may we fill it with what He wants. 
Are you here this morning with a bucket that's empty? <laughs> what good is a, is a well if you send a bucket down full of water? You see, it's about ascending with an empty bucket, reaching a place that can supply those needs and pulling it back up with your needs being met. I pray this morning that every bucket that's here that's empty, that we'll cast it into that well and that God will let us get a hold of that water and pick it up and may we begin to enjoy His goodness. And the woman of the well said, Sir, he said, here you are offering me something. She said, but you don't have nothing to draw with. And he says, I've got something more important than what you can have with your body. He said, I've, give, I've got something for you. It's called living water. Folks, today, God today has a well for us, but are we going to access it? For the scripture says in that second, excuse me, the third verse, With joy shall ye draw water from the wells of salvation. Folks, it's not a can it happen. God wants it to happen. Are you going to draw water this morning? I want us to get a song if we can.